Hello and welcome to episode 115 of Martin Uncut. Today it's June the 18th, 2021, and today's episode is stackedit.io. Yesterday I got a question from Birgitte, who is a fellow Obsidian user. She, just like me, started out to use Obsidian uh, a while ago and now ran into a use case use case that Obsidian is not really supporting. And since Begitte is a Evernote uh, exile or alumni like I am, um, I thought, well, why not take a look into potential solutions? So I took a quick look around. And of course, there's a lot of things out there that you can use to talk with uh, various MD systems and files around the net. Just a short introduction here. So um, Obsidian is a markdown editor. And the specific thing with Obsidian is that you can actually use it to link together a lot of files or nodes. So you can build kind of a wiki system almost in your notepad. And I find it very, very uh, powerful. And I have actually two different vaults or two different uh, Obsidian databases that I use every day. And one is my just normal notes vault. Here I put in things like notes for the podcast or podcasts that I'm working on. It can be work notes. It can be meeting notes from a customer meeting. And this is a system that I continuously work and purge things from. So similar to what I had in Evernote back in the day, but the big difference is here that I don't web clip, I don't put PDF files and those kind of things into this vault because I know by experience that that is a really bad thing to do. The other vault I have is my personal knowledge management system. So essentially in here I have the literature notes from books or articles I read I have all the ideas. Essentially, it's my settled custom system. And this I work with almost daily. So every time I read something where I come up with ideas or thoughts or there is information in what I read that is important, I file that into my personal knowledge management system. And this is a golden source when I want to write something, maybe a newsletter or a blog article, or I want to do something, it's super easy to go in here and find what I want to write about. But Obsidian is a computer, desktop computer application only at the moment. It has fantastic uh, editors or applications for Mac, for Windows, and for Linux. I use both the Mac and Windows version often, and I have my vault saved on a Dropbox folder so it's automatically synced between my different systems. This works fantastically well uh, and I know that the Obsidian team, the fantastic people at the Obsidian team, they're working on uh, Apple, iPhone and iPad versions of Obsidian. I do not know if this app will sync with Dropbox or not 
Potentially, I will need this synchronization service from Obsidian to get that to work. But I'm just sitting here waiting for it to go out of beta so I can try it. And the reason I am not jumping on the beta program is I don't want to have uh, those um, um, test stuff in my phone. My phone is uh, quite vital for me, so I, I prefer to have stable stuff installed into it. But soon there will be also mobile support for Obsidian, and that's going to be fantastic. But what if you are out on the run and you don't have your laptop and your phone runs out of juice? Or you're on your phone only at the moment and you want to get access to your Obsidian Vault. What do you do? Yeah, of course you can go into the Dropbox application and read the files there. And that will kind of work. But there are other tools you can do as well. So Birgitta wanted to have a system, a web-based system that she could log in. Let's say that she is borrowing her mom's computer and she wants to get access to her stuff. How could she do that? So I took a look around and I couldn't find a web service that would actually do this in a very well way. But what I did found was an open source application called Stack Edit. So Stack Edit is essentially a bunch of JavaScript that you load into your browser and then you can start working on markdown files. And it's a quite advanced system actually because you you have the workspace it's called and you can have multiple workspace and you add files into your workspace and there you can work with the files and since this is a browser only as tool that means that they are in the browser cache in the app cache of the browser so it's um, it's not that you're working on the files immediately on the dropbox for example but you can easily, very, very easily sync this application with various different sources. Dropbox, Dropbox being one, GitHub is another, you can use Google Drive and so on. So there is a bunch of different things where you can actually sync this in-browser thing with. So I tried to sync it with my Dropbox and that kind of worked. They, they have two modes to, uh, to sync it. You can connect your Dropbox account in a restricted only kind of way. Uh, when I looked uh, into StackEdit, it still looked like it had access to my full Dropbox, even if it was in restricted mode. But I think the search paths were screwed up. So essentially, the um, uh, the web app couldn't find the files. But I took away the account and added it back on without the restriction. And then it could start to download files from my Dropbox into StackEdit. So now I could actually look on files that's in my Obsidian Vault in this app. And the app has like a a multi-pane layout. So it has actually four panes. So the most left-hand side pane is your workspace. That's where you have all the files that you have created or loaded into the tool. You can create folders, you can organize these different files in the workspace there. On the far right-hand side, you have kind of this menu, and here you can 
create your different accounts. You can connect to Dropbox, you can connect to Google and all these kind of things. But you can also create additional workspaces. And this is where you switch between workspaces. So you could have potentially have one for me if I have multiple file vaults. I could have one for my uh, my notes and one for my personal knowledge management system. I could have different workspaces for those. So I could jump between them depending on what I want to work with. And that's fine. You can also actually collaborate. I haven't tried the collaboration feature, but that should be there. And uh, uh, the, the, the big problem here I find really is that if I have a folder on my Dropbox, I can't really add the folder and have the structure. At least I didn't get that to work. But I can add individual files into my workspace and that file would then sync with the file on the Dropbox. So if I need to just edit or change or create a few files quickly, I can easily do that through this application that is on the web. It's not a full, 100% full fit for the workflow because to me it feels a little bit sketchy to connect um, Dropbox in the browser like this. And also, one thing that you should remember, if you're doing this on a computer, the computer will, of course, download the files and keep them locally on the local computer while you're editing them. And then it will up the, upload the edited file when you are editing them to Dropbox, which means there are a copy of your files on the computer that you're working on. So if you're on an internet cafe, potentially you want to be quite careful of what you are doing and which files and connections you are are using because the data is on the computer. So if you're not sure you can clean that out in a good way, you should be super careful. But if it's your computer or a computer that you have, you know, you know who access, I I would be quite happy to, to work with this. But as always, make your due diligence, read up how it works and take a decision based on that. Don't trust what I'm saying. I can be totally wrong. And in the middle, you actually have two panes. The left-hand pane is the editor. This is where you can actually edit uh, the the edit. Uh, sorry, the article. And the right-hand side is a preview. You can turn the preview off if you want to, and you can also remove the most left-hand and right-hand panel, so the workspace and the menu. You can minimize them so you get the full screen for editing. And you have some editing controls on the top, like it can help you do bold, italics, and lists, and those kind of things. But this is a Markdown editor, so if you know Markdown, you'll be fine working with it as it is. Since I'm working with Obsidian, and Obsidian has the Obsidian links, and it used double brackets to do an Obsidian link. That doesn't work in this system, of course, so the links doesn't work. If you are doing Wikitype links, they will work. So if in the preview of the note, they will be looking fine. But for me, this kind of would be okay, I think, for the use case to be able to get access from it from on a computer that I kind of trust but it's not my my normal computer where I cannot install applications. And um, yes, it can also print files for you, actually. I haven't worked extensively with that, but there is a printing feature in here, so it will actually render the note and you can print it on a printer. So that is Stack Edit. 
open source application. You can also install it on your local computer or your local server if you want to. The, um, the drawback with this particular application is also that it seems to have stopped being maintained. So we do not know how long it will continue to work unless the maintenance start up. So if you are a Node.js developer and you want to work on a fantastic project, why not take a look at Stack Edit? This was all I had for today. I hope you enjoyed today's kind of rambling on about Stack Edit and you kind of got an understanding of how that application looked like. If you want to take a look at it, uh, you will find the link to it in the show notes, of course. So this was everything I had for today and for this week. Have a fantastic weekend. Ciao, ciao. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.